Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 9, verse 33 of our text, he came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, what are you arguing about amongst yourself on the way? They were silent, for they had disputed with one another on the way about who was the greatest. So now, once these guys had arrived in Capernaum, Jesus asked them what they had been talking about along the road. He asked them, but he already knew the answer. That's very similar to the story back in Genesis where God asked Cain upon the murder of his brother Abel. He said, Cain, what have you done? Now, God already knew the answer, and he proves such, as does Christ here in this passage. That would only lead us to perhaps wonder, why would he even ask them? You know, God has always been honest with mankind, and therefore he rightfully asks us to reciprocate. It's not a matter of our position with God, but rather our relationship. Jesus was asking these guys to humble themselves and tell the truth. I think that's pertinent advice in an age where little white lies rule supreme. The boys had been discussing which of them was the man. Now that information explains a lot concerning the fact that they could not or would not understand when Christ spoke of his his death. Because, I mean, if Jesus dies, well, then what would that mean for them individually? It's funny because the world says, if you desire to be great, rule. But the Lord, he says, if you desire to be great, serve. It is the presence of humility that characterizes those who genuinely desire to serve Christ. Now Jesus sat down, verse 35 of our text, and called the twelve, and he said to them, If any man wants to be first, he shall be last of all, and servant of all. Now these words of Christ clearly seem to always run contrary to all that the world preaches. Imagine that. The word word servant here is actually the word deacon, or where we get the word deacon. It is here and elsewhere that we come to understand the position of deacon within a fellowship. But make note, this is not just for the deacons of the church to heed. This is for all of us to hear and all of us to obey. After all, Jesus himself found the way to the bottom, didn't he? Jesus, God in flesh coming to earth and taking the role of a servant to men. Now, I need to note herein that Jesus is not speaking against ambition. Now, many of us today certainly long to make a contribution and make a difference in the world in which we live. His words are meant to focus that ambition rather in the right direction and with the right motive. Because unbridled personal and worldly ambition will inevitably lead us away from God's direction and cause us to follow only our own direction. I guess humility is not thinking badly of ourselves as much as, in fact, humility is 
rather not thinking of ourselves at all. Verse 36 of our text says, He took a little child and he set him in the middle of them, and taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such little child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me doesn't receive me, but him who sent me. Now Jesus moves to present an object lesson. He was good at that. This is something he often did seemingly, so that it would be long remembered, I think. I mean, let's face it, we're not too smart after all. Truth be told, we can be told a truth over and over again, but to see it, well, it's so much more effective. And knowing this, because he created us, God presents the living truth in example. Now a child, well, a child has no worldly power or influence. Only simple needs and great deal of natural faith. Therefore, it's fitting that a child is the player in the scene before us. Now, this passage is often misused, leading people to believe it is to be applied specifically to children. Yet the picture that Jesus presents here goes much further than just a chronological child. The picture that Jesus is presenting is that we are to be those children in humility and faith. We are to be this child, and we are to accept others with that same heart of humility that we and he asks of them. We are to act in the name of Christ, not for our own glory or that of our organization. Verse 38 of our text says, John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone who doesn't follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he doesn't follow us. Now, John herein finds a guy who is casting out demons in the name of Christ, but apparently the man wasn't one of the apostles. Now, having knowledge of the story of the sons of Sceva back in the book of Acts, we would have to agree with John's concern, I think, herein. But evidently this guy must have been working for the right side, for we have no record of him being chewed up and spit out by the demon possessed. Jesus... He told the boys to leave him for a moment and, you know, leave the guy be. That was the point. Jesus said just because he doesn't attend our church doesn't mean he's not on our same team. I think that's important for us to remember. Verse 39, Jesus had said to them, Don't forbid him, for there is no one who will do mighty work in my name and be able quickly to speak evil of me. For whoever is not against us is on our side. Now, Jesus himself did indeed place limits on this idea back in Matthew 12, verse 30, when he stated, quote, He that is not with me is against me. Now, the word with means also after. So we could read it this way. He that is not after me is against me. Jesus is reminding us that unless we are on his team, indeed, we are, in essence, fighting against him. You see, it's not which church we belong to that is in question, but whether we belong to the church. Verse 41, 
For whoever will give you a cup of water to drink in my name because you are Christ, most certainly I tell you, he will in no way lose his reward. Whoever will cause one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if he were thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around his neck. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.